Hey, I'm Danny Heifetz, host of the Ringer Fantasy Football Show. Me, Danny Kelly, and Craig Horlbeck are coming to you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday before this NFL season so you can crush your draft and win your league, or at least make sure you don't come in last place and have to do your league's punishment. Follow the Ringer Fantasy Football Show on Spotify. My Eagle enthusiasts, it's Fairway Rolling, presented by FanDuel. Major season is here, and you can get in on all the long drives, big putts, and major moments with FanDuel. Check out live PGA Tour bets like longest drive, round leaders, matchups, birdie or better, and more. Plus, track every shot in the app and watch select par three holes while you place your bets. Download the app today and bet with FanDuel, the official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. You must be 21 years old or older and present in select states. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors with over 122 million parts from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond. eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance and with eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Friends and welcome to this golf podcast, unlike any other. Oh yes, my friends, we've done it. This is us all together for another edition of Fairway Rollin, a golf podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I am your starter. Joe House, my birdie buddies, my eagle enthusiasts, my par-saving pals. The tour championship is upon us. I have my champion accomplice, our PGA Tour correspondent, boots on the ground, the incomparable Nathan Hubbard. It's a two-ball as we stroll into this 30-man race to the finish and gobs of money, my birdie buddies. Let's go get this thing done. It's going to be swamp-ass Atlanta, but the Nate Dog and I are calm, cool, and collected. First tee's open. We're swinging away. Nate Dog, that was one right down the middle by one Victor Hovland, buddy. That was this big boy of golf tournament, as you're going to see. I think this got me incredibly excited on a Sunday afternoon, I there was a lot of drama about who was going to get in. 
only one person made it all the way in, it turned out. Matt Fitzpatrick, Jordan Spieth, Terrell Hatton, Sepp Straka saved by the skin of their swamp ass, let's say. But boy, was this big boy golf house. Big boy golf. And I, listen, the thing that is resonating with me, there's a lot to take away from this week, a ton. But the thing that I just cannot get over is Victor playing with Rory shoots a 61 on one of the most badass back nines and big man performances you're ever going to see. And as he walks off, he looks at Rory and says, Rome is going to be fun. I'm terrified, house. Boing! I mean, if you're a Ryder Cup nut like the two of us, it was, you know, it was golf boner time, buddy. I mean, I, I am here for all of that. And let's just get into the raw data if you will, of the 30 that have qualified for the tour championship, only 16 Americans, buddy, seven Euro guys, and then uh, seven rest of world, which is, is wonderful. But all seven of the Euros are on the Ryder Cup. I wouldn't say that, you know, the, the 16 Americans. And it really gave us a, a taste of, you know, what, what the Euros might be bringing to the table. I, they, are they feeling themselves right now, Nate, dog? Is that what we're sensing? The only reason to be concerned is two mediocre weeks from John Rahm that we don't usually see. I have a sense he may turn it on this week in Atlanta. But House, in the last week, you have played Marco Simone, my friend. You are still in Italia. Talk to me. I, How it, is it? it? It's a true story. I will not do any Italian accents, um, but I have consumed enough Italian uh, flora, fauna, food, and other spirits to produce all kinds of, of Italian from really every orifice, Nate Dog. Here's how Marco Simone is going to play. Iron off the tee. Iron off the tee. Iron off the tee. Iron off the tee. Mm. You cannot. You cannot. You cannot miss the fairway at this golf course. I missed the fairway at this golf course <laughs> and not by very much. I was out there by myself. God bless the great folks at the venue at the Marco Simone, all the staff there and everything could not have been lovelier, super friendly, encouraging. Everybody's having a great time. I missed the fairway a couple times by, or, or really the first cut of rough, which is, you know, a yard wide off the fairway. And went to, I, I consider myself a pretty darn good ball tracker and ball finder. It's uh -oh. one of the things that I think, you know, I really try and pay attention did to Did you lines. have to go back to the pro shop at the turn? You're goddamn right I did. You know I did, buddy. <laughs> you know, I, I, I had four yes. balls. And I thought four was enough. Come it, on, Three man. of them were gone. Three of them were gone when I got to the turn. Now, some of it is because of my lack of familiarity with angles, you can't drive up to the tee and have a perspective on the correct play, the okay. correct line to take as a complete novice. These guys are, will not be playing it in that, in the dumb, you know, Joe house off the street manner. No. But um, super cool venue. Uh, enjoyed it. And it is absolutely positively taking driver out of the hands of anybody who is not driving the ball with the utmost confidence in their accuracy and lines. And honestly, 
the yardage doesn't really demand it. It's not super crazy long. It's not going to play. There is some elevation, so the uphill holes, you know, will require. But these guys hit the ball so goddamn far, as evidenced by uh. yet another golf tournament at a at a storied venue where golf course records go into the rearview mirror, yeah, like Campari spritz going down my throat, bro. Yeah, this was a punishing golf course that took a punishment from the guys who played it. And Max Homa was one. And obviously, Victor was another. I mean, he made Rory's Sunday round in which he shot freaking four under. It looked pedestrian. And it's because Victor was striking the ball so well. That said, since we're talking Ryder Cup at the moment, the most terrifying statistics of all is that Scotty Scheffler on Sunday had better shots gained off the tee than Victor Hovland, had better shots gained approach than Victor Hovland, but was four and a half strokes worse putting yet again. He missed more shorties house. This is supposed to be our dog coming into the Ryder Cup. And there's just no other way to say it. Scotty Scheffler is finding ways to lose golf tournaments. He is about to log the second best ever recorded, and that's a 20-year history, ever recorded tee to green shots gain numbers of the past two decades since the entire metric was invented. Only one time has it been exceeded, and that was by Eldrick Tiger Woods. But he has outpaced any other season under measurement of Tiger Woods. It is the putter that is failing him, and his nonchalant attitude about it is who he is. He's a cool, calm, collected guy. But it is terrifying coming into the Ryder Cup when you suddenly look at these standings and say, number one, Scotty Scheffler. Number two, Wyndham Clark, who has been meh since the U.S. Open. He has been meh. Number three, Brian Harmon, who had a decent tournament. He finished T5. Number Bulldog four, Patrick, his way to yes, it. Bulldog his way to it. But you wouldn't say Wyndham Clark and Brian Harmon are my two dogs coming into this. They're your number two and number three qualifiers. Patrick Cantlay says it all. Max Homa, finally, you start to feel better about. Xander Schauffele, you feel better about. Those guys are dogs. Those are your dogs. But those are also two guys who were hitting it 350 yards off the tee. You're going to start putting iron in their hand and take away some of their advantage, aren't you, House? Maybe, maybe so. I do want to quibble with your characterization of Scotty's approach to his putter woes as nonchalant. I, I think he is doing a credible job of pushing out to the public that he is not knee-knocking terrified. The yeah. problem is that we are watching him knee-knocking terrified. He <laughs> three-putted from 21 feet on the 17th hole with the golf tournament still hanging in the balance. He yes. still had a chance to, he had a 16 foot putt on 16, 16 feet or so eminently makeable. Yes. Pick the wrong line, missed the putt. And you know, the par five, take, not, not, not parring the par five or not birding. The par five was, was the letdown. Then that's, you know, that that's the, the kind of the en end of it. Um, I do wonder, it'll be fun. We'll keep talking about this. We do have, on Sunday, our recap of the Tour Championship. We will be on the FanDuel TV. We're, we're taping Sunday, but the FanDuel TV, our Tour Championship roundup, that will include a little bit of like a quick season in review uh, roundup. I'm looking forward to that. We'll be doing winners and losers, of course. But for Scotty, 
you said he's our dog. No. And I'm not so sure. Well, he, th- that's it. For Ryder Cup purposes. But you know now, I mean, this is where I'm going. I'm leading you to this. And I'll just say it out loud so that everybody can hear it. Justin Thomas and Brooks Kepka better be on this fucking team. <laughs> Look, you know my view. They're they're on. They're on. They're we on need the house dogs, team. and those yes. dudes are dogs. Those dogs are those those dogs are dudes, and those dudes are dogs. Yes, we're, we're you and I are in violent agreement, and I think that we are going to end up in that place. Um, our the 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 resident um, historian, at least on the the. Uh, media and Twitter sphere side, um, Shane Ryan made what I thought was a really good point. You know, he he's covered the Ryder Cup in a variety of different ways. He has a book out about it. He's got a variety yeah. of podcasts about it. He's doing he's podcasting in the in the run up to it. Shout outs to my old Grantland pal Shane Ryan. Um, but he made a point in his timeline about the approach that the sort of committee of of Americans, your Freddie Couples, your Stuart Sink, the decision makers that are sitting there, your Steve Stricker, the, the group that's making input and formulating and helping um, our boy ZJ, Zach Johnson, think about the hard decisions in front of him. And Shane's point was the top six qualify based on points because that's the system. And then the remaining six, if we wanted to use points or current form, we could do that, but we don't do that. Right. Instead, it's up to the discretion of the captain and by extension, what the American decision makers might might think is the best approach. And for that reason, you will see, I think, a bias towards guys that have established track records of success at the Ryder Cup, guys who tend to be on the younger side. So that would mean, you know, sorry, Lucas Glover, um, but he, he's 43, where he's not the future of the Ryder Cup. No. Justin Thomas is still, you know, uh, uh, has another ten years worth, twelve years worth, if he's if he's healthy, yes. and you know his, his game doesn't abandon him completely of competing in these team events, Presidents Cup, Ryder Cup, Presidents Cup, Ryder Cup, and we have, you know, the, he has a relationship with Jordan Spieth, but also impactfully on the remainder of the U.S. squad, and so when you're trying to split hairs among that 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 the bottom six, you want want teammates i think and so i have been quibbling with you a little bit about some names that did fine at the bmw um we we both were forecasting as we sat at the beginning of these playoffs what kind of uh what do we need to see out of colin morikawa what do we need to see out of cameron young and cam young had a fine he finished six under that was a good performance on a hard golf course uh morikawa was, was fine three under you know, around the top 20. But I think both those guys also could be on because of this informing thesis, which is younger guys building um, chemistry and, you know, per- performing in, in, in these team events in a way that we want to see for the next decade. If that's the informing thesis, I'm there for it, Nate. Yeah, I do, I, this is not a debate anymore because you... It, Lucas Glover has played admirably, extraordinarily well. It has been a heater. The heater is going to cool off. It's certainly going to cool off by the time we get through East Lake and then Napa and then all the way to Rome. Uh, you got to go with, especially given that you've got a couple of your qualifiers who aren't playing awesome and who you don't step up and go, 
Well, I'll put that guy head to head with Matt Fitzpatrick, who went from dead fucking last in Memphis to almost winning the golf tournament in uh, in Chicago. You got to be, you got to go after dogs. And so that means Keegan Bradley, you've had a great season. I thought what you did in Hartford was so tremendous. It's great to have you in the mix. This is not a season for you. Sam Burns, it's a little too little too late, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the crazy thing, Sam Burns with the 62 on Saturday yes. after Max Homa's 62 on Friday. Yes. Catching eyeballs, right? Like, yes. noteworthy. Noteworthy, yeah. Sam Burns. And, and let's be clear, he's now ahead of Ricky in the point standing. But if we're really talking about points, Will Zalatoris, who hasn't played in a year, is 19th in the point standing and ahead of Tony Finau. So get the mm. fuck out of here with that at, at some point, I think. I, yes. it, look, the, to me, the only one you could actually really debate is Ricky Fowler. I think you got to have Thomas for the speed factor. I think Morikawa and Cam Young have have largely earned their way on, and and it's really does Ricky deserve to get it? Well, Ricky's going to bring the eyeballs. Ricky's going to help solidify that team. There, everybody loves Ricky. There is everybody a team chemistry Ricky. part, and the only question in my mind is: Are we going to see Wyndham Clark and Brian Harmon as frequently as their seeding or points earning? would suggest. Well, it doesn't seem like there's any reason that Wyndham Clark couldn't couldn't keep doing it. He he's young enough and he showed, you know, sure. a varied skill set, like a complementary skill set that uh, we we don't have any real indication of him in team golf. So, yeah, you, you know, we don't have a track record for him, but he's he's certainly young enough and 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 good enough. Yes. Um, to be out there um no, 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 making it happen. He's earned it. He's earned it. Yeah. I just wonder yeah. if Listen, if you draft that team that we just talked about, Scotty, Wyndham, Harmon, Cantlay, Homa, Shoffley, Kepka, Spieth, Young, Morikawa, Fowler, and Thomas, that's your 12. That's your 12. I just wonder, do you see more of Thomas than you do of Clark? Do you see more of Thomas and Fowler than you do of Clark and Harmon, for example? Once you're there. Because you Probably. just, you need, you need the dogs, right? 16, it, it, five, and three. Yeah. Right? It's a single, it's a, it's a, you know, a very unique kind of golf competition, which is why it's a, a rich conversation. It's a fun conversation, but it's a unique animal. It doesn't belong in, in general to your stroke play competitions. It doesn't emanate from that. Right. And the closest we get to it is the match play at Austin every year where you, where you see guys go head to head. That's an element of it. That, that. I think is a good indicator of who might have that dog in them and, and, you know, that match play kind of, kind of vibe. Um, but it doesn't give you, um, any sort of perspective on team team is, no. is, is crucial. And that he, he, all those names the, that you're talking yeah. about, those are team guys. All right. Here's the test for you house. Here are Europe's top four dogs, just to go back to what you talked about, which is the study that says, hey, it's really those top six guys that that matter and the rest are less impactful. It's more about team building, so on and so forth. Europe's top four guys, I think unequivocally, are Rom, McElroy, Hovland. Who's your fourth? I is it Fitz? Is it Tommy Fleetwood? It's not Tommy Fleetwood. I would say Fitz, but Fitz does not have a great record at this, and I don't know which Fitz I'm getting. It's been schizophrenic Fitz. Yeah. Are you this getting year. Memphis Fitz? Or are you getting Chicago Fitz? Honestly, what's crazy? I'm saying yeah. that it's it's crazy. Yeah. To me, it's Tyrrell Hatton. Okay. And 
because he's been around the hoop, you know, I, but, but he's so disaffected. I, I, I can't yeah. tell whether he gives a shit or not. He barely right, gave so, a shit about making the top 30, right? So, so let's just say that's who it is. Let's just say it's Rom, it's Rory, it's Hovland, and it's, I'll give you Tyrrell Hatton. Who are our four that you go head to head against those guys? Scheffler's one, yeah. then what? Justin, Jay, <laughs> uh, Jordan, <laughs> and Brooks. That's it. Go. That's Are what I think right? everybody am I, would say. Am I wrong? I, I, the, the only one that I would argue is if one of those middle two guys is not playing well, do you put home out there based on how well he's playing right now and the way that he performed at the President's Cup last time? Yeah, I loved his President's Cup. It's clear that um, he that team golf works for him, that it fits yeah. his brain and that yeah. it, 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 it um, invigorates him. You know yep. what we saw out of him at President's Cup? Those are all like, yes, that's right. this is what we want to see, a guy channeling that stuff. So I'm fine if you want to swap in Max because one of those guys um, shows up in Rome. But, and but if it's, I, if it, yeah, I get it. But if it's those four, roughly those four of theirs versus those four of ours, we get our ass kicked right now. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Coming right? out Who of knows? Chicago with the great fans. I mean, the great fans, notwithstanding the dumb fucking donkeys who are screaming while Max is putting, somebody yes. get your shit under control. Like you, you can't have all this gambling and the live golf and dumb well, donkeys at the tournament. He, you here's can't the have thing. It. Yeah, let's do a quick tangent on that. Um, the tour can absolutely welcome in its gambling partners and. Innovate with all of these ways to excite fans and have them connected to the game. If you don't have a cop nearby, you need 18 cops and you maybe they're, you know, however you make that arrangement. Snipers. Snipers on the roof. No, look, you you, You just get shot right in the throat if you make noise. You need to see dudes being walked out in handcuffs. If you want people to not have 17 beers and then yell during putts, then you need to see perp walks. House, and that I think happens that with streakers and guys with tiny dongs still jump the fence <laughs> and run with save the eels, you know, tattooed on their chest, like, or whatever it is that they're but protesting. It doesn't stop them. They're still that's dumb only, idiots. That's only in Europe, right? I think the jails are nicer over here. <laughs> When's the last time you saw a streaker in the U.S.? Yeah, I mean, okay. It's okay. it's a thing here. They like to run around with their tiny dongs. What do you want me to do? Okay, fine. Look, it's it's a tension that I think Max was the first one to very vocally highlight because, and he made the putt, which is good on him. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see. I love the idea, and this is the best possible sport for the in-game betting because you've got some time to process in between shots. You got a whole lot of data around it. But man, are we walking well, the edge? Look, look at you know the unbelievable innovation by our good pals at FanDuel, where you you can jump into longest drive markets hole to hole. You can jump in closest to the pin markets. Like it's it's effing fun, but you cannot have little donkey dicks impacting the 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 outcomes. It's just just not you know this is uh, a logistics problem. Yeah, for the tour, the tour on balance, you know, handles logistics pretty well. So, yeah. well, you know, let's, we'll, let's we'll see. Let's we'll, hope we'll, and we'll let's see. see. But I, but just to dial it back out, this was a tremendous venue with tremendous fans, and the energy with Victor coming down that back nine. 
162-yard approach shot to one foot, 129-yard approach shot to three feet, 151 yards to five feet, 157 to seven feet, 157 to nine feet. This was his back nine. Those were just his best five approaches on the back nine. He was dialed in to the point where that little face shake that he gave as he handed his putter back to his caddy on 18, that was as much in the zone as you're ever going to see. You know, uh, we talked Great golf in turn. advance. Well, and and we sort of speculated, formulated, trying to, you know, separate out winners and losers. We, we said that this, with its U.S. Open vintage, might reflect, you know, well yeah. on players that have a U.S. Open style of game. Lo and behold, look at the top five of this golf tournament. Yeah. Victor, who is a U.S. amateur champion at uh, Pebble Beach. Um, Scotty Scheffler, who is, you know, at some point will add the U.S. Open to his to his illustrious resume. I'm not worried about Scotty winning a U.S. Open at some point. Matt Fitzpatrick, who won the effing thing last year. Rory, who has a... a U.S. Open, and then Brian Harmon bulldogging his his way around, but an, an open champion in his own right, right you know, 30, 35 days ago or whatever. And, and you know, the homie Homa uh, sniffing around. Wyndham yeah. Clark at, at T15, like, you know, yeah, right. you're, you're, you're big dogs Look, at this big dog venue. Th- they were there, but the biggest dog was Victor Hovland. And I think after Memorial, you and I talked about, is he a killer? Is he really a killer? Look, Denny... Denny didn't play his best golf that day, and and he really let Victor back well, into that. Well, just for two holes, really, honestly. Yeah, 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 he did. But, I mean, look, that, that that wasn't a tournament where you were expecting Victor to come go grab by the throat. He, you know, listen, he hung in there, he won the golf tournament, felt good about it. But now, you step back and go, he played 22 times this season, eight top 10s, 16 top 20s, did not miss a single effing cut, was top 20 in all four majors, And he just shot a 28 on the back nine to hold off the supposed number one player in the world and track, not hold him off to reel his ass in. Covering himself in glory at exactly the right time of year and walks off the green and goes to his captain. Captain, I'm looking forward to this competition and role. That's the stuff, bro. That's it right there. That's what I love. I think we did enough in terms of covering Victor in flowers for this past week i want to give a quick shout out to nick dunlap who won the u.s amateur at cherry hills the little bit of it that i could watch on my computer looked awesome cherry hills looked awesome super glad to have uh you know another storied venue um on a on a stage where america gets to see it um they had to do some stuff to make it competition worthy but you got a salad on dunlap you got to shout out that homie because he is now in the company of uh, Tiger Woods as the second player ever to win a junior amateur and a, and a U.S. amateur. Uh, Tiger Woods, of course, did it three junior ams in a row and then three U.S. ams in a row. Seems Do you unlikely. feel like the buzz on this kid is going to be as big as some of the recents who've come out? Ludwig Eberg and I mean, even... Even Victor well, coming up. I don't think he's going to be in a hurry. He's entering. He's going to be a sophomore at Alabama. So maybe he just yeah. wants to live that roll tide life. I mean, who could blame him? Yeah. That stud life in Alabama has got to be pretty good. You know what I mean, Nate? Got to be pretty good. If you're on yeah. television a whole bunch and you're about to go back to school, 
and the and the the sorority sisters know that you were on television a whole bunch and have a bright future in front of you, man. Let me have a school year, buddy. Let me Fair have enough. a school year. You know what I'm Fair saying? Enough. Fair enough. Hey, hey, birdie buddies. The golf playoffs are here, and there is no better place to get in on the golf action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. It's the Tour Championship, the culmination of the playoffs, my Eagle enthusiasts. You know it's East Lake. You know it's going to be hot. What golfer is going to be hot? Well, of course, you must play Rory McIlroy at East Lake. You must play Xander Shoffley at East Lake. A little bit under the radar. Look at Patrick Cantlay's last eight rounds at East Lake. I think you'll find some favorable trend lines. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, There's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use with a ton of different pre-tournament and in-play markets. I love the finishing positions. I love the bets to win. And when you win, you can get paid instantly. Go to FanDuel.com slash Roland and sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash R-O-L-L-I-N to get $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. FanDuel, the official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Quick disclaimer, you must be 21 years old or older and present in select states. The first online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus bets issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Speaking of school year, let's go to school on East Lake down in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, par 70 venue, Bermuda Greens, um, 30 golfers, no cut event. As you mentioned, Fuck only one's worth of money. It's <laughs> just, I mean, absurd. 18 million to the winner and on down the line. Um, only one swap out that was Matt Fitzpatrick in and Chris Kirk out. And we have horses for courses at, at this venue. And None it's other. tough to, like, to talk yourself out of, you know, a couple yeah. of, of these names. Now, since they've had this format of, you know, a, a, the, the, the guys over the course of the season with most FedEx Cup points getting a couple stroke advantage, I think there's been four instances of it. 
two twice the winner held on the guy who who entered the tournament with the with the lowest score held on to win and twice Roy McIlroy came from behind and said fuck all y'all I'm just going to take all this money now if you if you don't mind I'm just take all the money right now so that that's the history DJ held on Patrick Cantlay yeah, held, on, held on and Rory Rory and Rory you know knock knock went out and grabbed the bag a couple times we can start with in terms of forecasting this question that I want to cover with you because we're going to cover it again Sunday night. Scotty Scheffler's in first. Yep. It's his tournament to lose. He has the highest. Justin Ray did a nice uh, write-up for the PGA Tour. It's on their .com right now with winning probabilities. They ran 20,000 simulations, Jay Ray and his team. Scotty has the best odds to win this thing with the advantage that he has. What do you expect out of Scotty Scheffler this week, Nate Dog? When we started the playoffs, you asked me who had the most to gain, and you asked me who had the most to lose. And for me, the most to lose was Scotty Scheffler because I really think he has been somewhat haunted since he let go of this championship last year and Rory overtook him. And the the putting woes have amplified the the noise around all that and I, I, look he had a great season let's be clear he won a players and he won Arizona he probably lost seven other golf tournaments with his putter i mean this is it's hard to really articulate the combination of awesomeness and just fucked in the headness that we're witnessing right now i mean this is a guy who could be on an all-time heater and should be unequivocally the player of the year. So I I think the thing that is so compelling here is he's got a lot of baggage coming in, and yet he is still the best ball striker on the planet on a course that actually has a little bit more, and Jay Ray's talked about this, a little bit more of the winner's strokes gains tend to come from off the tee. Um, But look, Scotty Scheffler has the most to lose here. I think he is extraordinarily vulnerable. And were I a betting person this week, based on mm. what we've seen, mm. I would be fading Scheffler. I would expect that Victor, Ooh. who is sharp and knows he can track him down, he's only two back. Rory, who has come from behind twice before, loves this course, is sitting there only three back. Rom, who's been in a slumber but will not be for the big money, is only four back. I mean, you could go all the way down to Max, who's sitting there at four under, and who, again, I think showed a lot of signs of being that dog last week, and who last year made a nice run here at East Lake to get up to fifth. Uh, you could look all the way back, even though he's six shots back, and say those guys absolutely have a chance this week if Scotty's putter does not cooperate. Well, we're going to go through um, a handful of different combinations of different ways to play this and and fun things to do. I want to get off my chest right away. My very favorite bet on the entire board. I know what you're going to tell me. Lowest 72 hole score. Yes. So you're not playing with the inclusive, you know, stroke yes. advantage. You're please. You're you, going to bet Xander Shoffley, aren't you? <laughs> you fucking a right. I am. Yes. How well yes. do you I know knew me you were going there? Yes. It's staring us right in the face. It's 11 to one, 11 wow. to one. For Xander to have wow. the lowest score of the week outright, wow. you know, without the, the the silly nonsense stuff, and you know, what Xander's is that about. Do you think that sounds like well, a massive arbitrage opportunity? 
I, I, obviously, I agree with that. He's at the same price as as Hovland. He Cantlay is at ten to one. Cantlay, by the way, uh, five of his last eight rounds at East Lake at sixty seven or better. So, I mean, there are some guys but that just been, walk into this place and see Sanders it. Sanders has been under par twenty four straight rounds on this course, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah not only that. Uh, you know, he, 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 he's won. He's got tied for seconds. I don't, I mean, I can't think of the last time he finished outside yeah. the top five. Right? Do you think him seven back of Scheffler, he's got a chance? I thought you were going to call me on that when I said as far down as Max at four. I thought you might no, call me on Xander. No, no, no. I, he can't win. Xander isn't my, is not, I wouldn't do Xander for that. The well, thing about Scotty like is him. it's not that he shoots plus four like Fitzpatrick did in Memphis. He's always hanging around the hoop. He's just not closing because of the putter, right? Right. Exactly right. Yeah. I, 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 um, that's my favorite bet on the board by far is, is getting double-digit odds on, on Xander to shoot the lowest because he just walks in and it feels right to him and it feels comfortable and he just loves it so much. And he does it. Yep. Yeah. There, there, there are you know some, some other noteworthy names you got to bet if you want to do first round leader you know th- those odds are up right now FanDuel's got everything up right now John Rahm uh, according to our buddy Justin Ray has the second best um, first round leader scoring uh, scoring average in the first round of, of under 67 he's 66.7 now it, you, you have to you know f- find the odds for first round leader on a on a non handicap basis, right? Because we're playing with handicaps. This is net mm. golf this week, Nate Dog. Mm-hmm. Um, but for sure, John Rom will will be out there and available. And that's Rom might be interesting to me. You know, coming from from he's not he doesn't have very far to go. Obviously, it's not like no uh, only four back. It's not going out on an incredible limb. And to your point. We have kind of been waiting for John Rahm a little bit here, right? Just the version of him that we had earlier yeah. this season, right? It's like when it's it's that horror movie where it's a little too quiet and you haven't seen the bad guy in a while. It this is time. Okay. I I, I like it. I, I want to know your opinion of the homie because uh, the homie is in good shape. The, in, homie the homie gave us the course record on Friday. I'm in on the homie. The homie's playing so he's Napa. Available. He's committed to Napa like a real man. Uh, and yeah. he, he let us know on Twitter just yesterday that his contract does not require him to play it, but he's two-time defending champion. It's He's going to have two weeks before he has to be in Rome. The homie is the homie's playing good golf right now, and and he's, he's going to be peaking. He's going to go from this tournament, take a week, go to Napa where he's two-time defending champion, take a week, go to a team competition where last time he was the man of the match to say the least. So I, the I love the, the way I love the way he's peaking and the way he's playing right now. Do we want to dabble on him at 18 to one? Uh, uh, and that's again, that's on the uh, taking out the handicap, just, just the lowest 72 hole score 18 to one for the homie Homa. Any interest? I'm interested. He did finish solo third. To Rory last year, Rory shot 17 under. Uh, Sungjae shot 16 under. Max shot 15 under. That's pretty goddamn good. Yeah, shows a level of comfort, right? It does. Okay, cover yourself at those odds. Yeah, and there's a few ways to play I, it. 
I do feel like not to over dramatize this, but I do feel like there's there this week could unless Rory finally figures out how to make twelve footers, which he started to at the end of that round on Sunday. But if if Rory can figure out how to make twelve footers, all bets are off. But it does feel a little bit like the the Djokovic Alcaraz thing, where they, you know he got clipped. Djokovic got clipped at Wimbledon. And then just this past weekend in Cincinnati, they had just an all-time epic match in in again in Cincinnati where Djokovic got him. I wonder if this isn't going to be a redux between Scotty and Hovland from last weekend, but we'll see. That would be fun. I want to mention some names. I'm going to be uh, building a little parlay here, a little finishing position parlay. One of the names that I'm interested in, yeah, um, and it's just the the pure form. Is Russell Henley? Yeah, Russell H- Henley is on an absolute uh, tear right now. The bad, bad, bad breaks that he caught at the Wyndham and ended up tied for second went out, and you know what? Validated, took that bad luck and and turned it into to some positive. A top ten down in Memphis, and then a, a top ten at BMW with a final round sixty three. Now we're talking about Victor Hovland yeah. sixty-one, but both uh, my my boy Russell Henley and I think was it Tom Kim also who shot yes. sixty-three. I mean, yes, God damn, these boys were on it this week. But I like where where he's at right now. Um, he he yeah, he's, I hate I hate him to win a golf tournament. He does not yeah. seem to be able to come through and close that. But I I, I do I do love him here coming off a T two a T six and a T eight. Yeah, that that's all we're, we're we're trying to build some winners. So here here's what I'm going to do. Here's here's the parlay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to bounce it off of you and we'll assemble it. We're going to do my guy uh, Rory. All we're going to ask Rory to do is is top five. These are all inclusive, right? So we're going to do inclusive of the starting strokes. Rory's in in the neighborhood. Top five for Rory. No we're going to ask Xander to top 10. Now he has to push his way up a little bit, right? To get into the top 10 of this thing. But if anybody can, can yeah, he's T 11 right now and he's probably the biggest horse for this course. Yes. And then I'm just, I want to go into the top 20 territory because that feels like Russell Henley land to me. Honestly, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm looking, you know, to, to build something that's a, a plus value, uh, play i'm I'm gonna add yeah. my man russell henley where is he here in, in, inside this top 20 minus 400 but if you put rory top five xander top 10 and my man russell henley top 20 together that is on fans sportsbook right now plus 565 it's time to build the bankroll night dog because football is about like to it. start holy cow the c words this no, week i like it for in front of everybody, Sam oh, Howell boy, going out and showing out. I Ooh, need some money. Of, I need some money to bet on my C-words. Nate, dog. Is, I, it, is it still six and a half, the over-under wins? I mean, it doesn't move, of course. No, nobody's uh, changing it because of these preseason results and any, unless anybody gets hurt. I just yeah, man, it's sitting sure. right there. Let's do I, it. I, I, I just want to make sure. I mean, look, what you're betting in that situation with Russell Henley, look, Taylor Moore last week was 35 shots worse than Victor Hovland. 35. <laughs> He's a rookie. Rookies do not play well on this place. Taylor Moore is still working it out. Great season. Congrats to you, dude. Yeah, but great I job. think 
I could see him being in the bottom third, no question, right? Adam yeah. Shank hasn't been playing great. Jay Day was not awesome last week. You know, there's some guys in this. McKeegan has not been hitting it awesome. Maybe you get a bad week out of Fitz, and suddenly you don't need that many more guys to to have Russell outperform. And and again, he's been playing Just the a big quiet boys. climber. Yes, you know, like look look yes. at last year's results and see where Tom Hoagie finished. You know what I mean? A quiet yep. climber yep. who took home, you know, gods of money. Just yeah. giant barrelfuls of money. Hopefully, bet on the over wins for the commanders. Solid. You could take it all of that, and, and that, that's your parlay right there. Plus 565 on the street leg golf. And then we cross sport that mug with a over on the C words. Now we are degenerate, my friends. Yeah. And on that note, we here at Fairway Rolling are going to bid you adieu because we have a tremendous end of season show coming up. We'll be hot on the mics right after the tournament wraps up Sunday night and maybe a little more clarity around some of this uh, Ryder Cup stuff. Although I think Nathan and I are kind of in agreement at this stage of the game about who the U.S. side is going to throw out there. And, you know, another opportunity for Scotty Scheffler to tell the Nate dog to ST. F you and that would oh, be I want great. Him to We're so both badly. rooting for I love it. him madly and I want him to do it. That's Just it. let me be clear. I am rooting so hard for Scotty. We, we are. Uh, let's root for me to get home safely from Italy. I can't wait to get back to the U.S. and get out on a golf course, Nate Dog, because I plan on throwing a peg in the ground. And when I do it, I'm hoping all the birdie buddies can join me at, at, at this. We're all going to hit them straight out there. We'll see you Bright and early on FanDuel TV Monday with the tour recap of the show. Uh, the the audio version will be up Sunday night. Until then, my par saving pals, please, you guys all out there, guys and gals, let's all hit up straight out there. You must be 21 years old or older and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. If you have a gambling problem, you can call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. If you are in Arizona, you call 1 800 Next Step or text Next Step to 533 421 888 789 7777 in Connecticut. That's the number. Or you can visit ccpg.org slash chat. Once again, that's in Connecticut. In Indiana, you call 1 800 9 with it. In Kansas, 1 800 522 4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Louisiana it's 1-877-770-STOP in Maryland visit mdgamblinghelp.org visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming hope is here visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800 327 
5050 for 24 7 support in Massachusetts or in New York. You call 1 877 8 Hope NY or text Hope NY in New York. 